Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello. Welcome back to Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers your most outlandish, mind-burning questions from what the universe is made of to why not everyone can touch their toes. I'm your host, Claire Maldarelli. And I'm producer Jess Bodie. Let's dive into today's query. Yeah, so this time around, the question is, what happens in your brain when you're daydreaming? Oh, goodness. I have daydreamed of so many things this past year that I never had in the past. Commuting, hugging, eating in a restaurant, taking a vacation. Yes. For me, it's mostly daydreaming about going to see live music again. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Of course, we still have to be patient with these activities and stuff while we wait for more people to get vaccinated and stuff like that. But it's, you know, sometimes it feels kind of good to think about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point, Jess. And no matter how good it feels, though, daydreaming has a somewhat notorious rep for sapping productivity. The typical picture of a daydreamer is that kid in school staring off into the playground. But there's evidence that casual imagining might actually be good for our brains. More on this in just a bit. Hey, Ask Us Anything fans. It's Corinne, the editor-in-chief here at Popular Science, jumping in to let you know about our brand new digital exclusive magazines. These quarterly issues feature our award-winning science journalism, the very best gadgets, and, of course, answers to your most mind-burning questions. But being an official PopSize subscriber gets you so much more than that. Our desktop and mobile apps have a catalog of more than 15 years of back issues. My favorite new feature? Siri or Google Assistant will read you the magazine. That means you can listen to PopSize the way you would listen to a podcast. To get in on the action, go to popsize.com slash subscribe. Our very first digital issue, which is all about the science and necessity of finding chill, is already there waiting for you to dig in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. daydreaming. We all know that feeling. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. You've been working all day and you've already had lunch. Yet, you still have several more hours of spreadsheets and deadlines to churn through. Despite the pile of work at hand, you might find your mind wandering towards more pleasing scenes of vacations on lush beaches, sunsets, or your comfy living room couch. My go-to mental happy place is probably on top of a mountain or something. Ooh, I like a mountain. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm much more of an indoor person, perhaps. I would 
you know, fantasize about a blanket nest and some snacks and perhaps a craft beer, a really captivating movie or a video game. And I guess that is maybe more attainable than a mountain, but like not really in the middle of a work day. (laughs) Right. True. I should I should try to come up with things that are attainable at 2 p.m. It depends where you live, though, I guess. Those Coloradans, they, you know, they can live near mountains. But okay, what's actually going on in our brains when we're imagining these things? Yes, an excellent question. Right now, neuroscientists don't fully understand all the mechanisms through which our brains work to mentally doze off. What we do know is that we likely form these alternate reality thoughts with the assistance of a cluster of brain regions called the default mode network. Researchers have found that this network is most active when we aren't focused on any concrete thing in the world around us. As we start to escape from reality and into our minds, this cluster becomes most active. Oh, okay. So then what is this network doing exactly? Right. This mysterious network. Neuroscientists (laughs) aren't entirely sure. However, they surmise it works to connect regions of the brain together, which can help us find or create meaning in our lives. As we are daydreaming, the region is constantly interacting with various spots in our head, including those that are heavily involved in mood. This makes our alternate reality musings deeply intertwined with our emotions, and that's at least partially why on days that are particularly boring or even bleak, we might imagine ourselves in our most blissful happy places. Yeah, that seems like absolutely true for me. Like when I'm trapped under a mountain of deadlines, I'll fantasize about doing a feel-good workout or maybe taking a long walk on the Chicago lakefront or those sorts of things. For sure. If I am working a particularly long day, I often imagine what my upcoming Saturday is going to be like. Either meeting up with friends, following current public health guidelines, of course, traveling, or even just lounging around in my home. Yeah, that makes complete sense. But here's another question. There are some weeks where I daydream a lot and not even during work. And I know that I'm not the only one that does this. Is all this daydreaming bad for our brains or is it possibly good or beneficial? Right. You're sounding like a hypochondriac, Jess. Yeah, totally. (laughs) This brings us back to the quintessential example of a school-age daydreamer who's bound to get caught off guard by the teacher asking a question. While it's probably best not to daydream in the middle of class or during an important meeting at work, the act itself is not inherently bad and, in fact, could be a sign of a healthy brain. Oh, that's excellent news. (laughs) Yes, thank goodness. Indeed. Psychologists and neuroscientists surmise that this type of creative thinking may be helping our brains reflect on the past and plan for the future. Other researchers suggest that it might reduce anxiety, boost creativity, and improve memory. In fact, perhaps we should be doing it more? Oh, I like the sound of that. Let's do that. Yeah. And as Eleanor Cummins reported for us in a story about the benefits of doing nothing, today's society often makes us believe that constantly cramming stuff into our brains, whether it's new knowledge from a book or work or even experiences like vacations, is the best way to improve oneself. But as daydreaming research suggests, sometimes the best way to get our brains into tip-top shape is to simply do nothing at all. Yeah, I mean, I always feel a lot better after a day of nothingness. 
Oh, same for me as well. Yeah, but sometimes I find it really, really hard to do nothing. Agreed. Doing nothing is a lot easier than it sounds, especially when there is so much going on in the world. But there are some good tips out there. When you have finished with your workday, it could help to have hobbies that don't overlap with your job. Those can help you fully log off from your office, virtual or otherwise, and prevent you from thinking about work when you don't have to. And while the pandemic might make this difficult, if you can safely do so, get away from your work area. Being at your desk or even on your computer that you use for work can signal to your brain that you should still be thinking about your to-do list. Yeah, that's such a great point. We kind of have to like trick our brains into knowing that work is over. Exactly. And lastly, if you can, turn off those Slack and email notifications. Seeing those will make your brain jump back into work mode and will make it even harder for your brain to get into that blissful daydreaming space. And if you do find your mind wandering at work, don't fret. Remember, a meandering mind is a healthy one. And as long as you're able to switch back to reality when needed and hit your deadlines, a little virtual fun in the sun does the brain some good. You simply love to see it. I'm going to go get lost my thoughts. Thanks, Claire. My pleasure. Got a question for the editors at Popular Science? Send an email to ask at popsci.com. Ask Us Anything is produced by the editors of Popular Science. This episode was written and reported by me, Claire Maldarelli, with additional reporting by Molly Glick and Eleanor Cummins. Editing and audio engineering by Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Billy Cadden for writing our theme song and to Katie Belloff for creating our logo. If you like our show, consider rating it on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. It helps us a lot. For more PopSci audio content, be sure to check out our sibling podcast, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week. I'm Claire Maldarelli. Thank you for listening.